Sometimes the thing that gets you most pumped and lights your pants on fire to take action is to hear how somebody just like you did it. And when I say really did it, I'm talking about a student of mine who is a shoot and burn photographer who took her average client orders from $200 to over $2,000 working very part-time at her photography business. Her name is Andy Anderton, and I'm so excited for you guys to meet her. Andy is a mom of two precious little girls under three who's growing a photography business that provides for her family while allowing her to be present with her family too. And not too long ago, she was in the same spot you're in right now, facing the same struggles you are. So today I've asked Andy to come on with me and we're going to dig in on what she did to get where she is now so that you can see what's possible for you too. So the real question is, how are portrait photographers like us able to run a profitable business and still put our families first without selling digital files for cheap and working all the time? I'm Sarah Petty, your host of the Worth Every Penny Joycast, and I went from a stressed out, overworked mama with three babies to being named one of America's most profitable photographers without working my kids' lives away. Each week, I'll show you how to find and serve boutique portrait photography clients in a world where we compete with free thanks to everyone having a digital camera in their pocket. Take the first step to adding more joy and profit to your life by downloading your free photography business tools at joyofmarketing.com forward slash podcast. Welcome, Andy. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. I am so excited too. What a treat because I want people to see that this is possible for them, right? I think sometimes people look at me and they're like, oh, but you're Sarah Petty, you know, like I have some superpower. And uh, boy, it wasn't long ago when my three little babies were little bitty babies, three under three, you have two under three. So talk about your life before kids. Like, where did photography even come from? Because you weren't like growing up saying, oh, I'm going to be a photographer. Yes. Right. I'm going to, I'm going to go to the beginning, beginning. Okay, good. At risk of being a little bit of a tangent, because I feel like it kind of shaped a lot of my mindset around being an artist and a photographer. Okay, great. Um, but I've always been an artist. I started painting like really pretty landscapes when I was 11 years old, but I was also a really high achiever in general, like in school, I was that student that was like the straight A student. I was senior class president, valedictorian. Wow. Uh, graduated top of my class, high school and college, spoke at both graduations. And I just remember that um, art was always like, it was a passion of mine and I really loved it, but I got a lot of feedback when I was in high school. And one high school counselor in particular who told me that I was too smart to just be an artist. And um, I think what she lovingly meant was that I was too smart to be that stereotypical starving artist. Um, but like that, I've never really bought into that mindset anyway, but I feel like I had, no one said it like straight out to me like her, but other people that had shared kind of that similar sentiment, like, oh, well, if you go to college for art, you better also get like a double major in something else. So when art doesn't work out or whatever it may be, you know? So I had that in my mind when I went to school 
And I tried to make other things work. I, I was like flip-flopping majors all over the place and finally decided to just embrace that I wanted, I wanted to pursue art. And so I got um, my art education degree, decided to pair it with teaching so that it was, it was safe, you know, but it was while I was student teaching, I was actually asked to take over the photography class for my mentor teacher. And, you know, I, I've always liked photography. I have an eye for art and I take my little point and shoot camera out with my friends and take pictures of them, you know, pretty flowers, but I never really used a, a real camera. So I would take the class camera home and I would teach myself all the camera functions, everything I needed. And then I would turn around and teach my students. And it was then that I was like, wow, I can just take everything to the next level now that I actually know how to use camera. Um, and so that's kind of where my fire was lit. And then, you know, I graduated, I, I did go on to teach high school art. And they actually asked me when I was hired to start a photography class in their school. It was a small rural school. So I was, I was the everything art teacher. And I think it was, it was truly through teaching that I found my passion for photography, being able to learn um, along with my students and be inspired by their work and to just constantly be improving my own skills as I taught them. Um, that's really where the, the photography piece got started. Um, and it was while I was teaching that I started doing just photo sessions on the side, mostly for family, friends, charge them, not very much, <laughs> but I would charge them a little bit of money, just kind of doing it while I was teaching. And um, it was when it came time for my first child to be born that I made that, that tough decision to quit teaching or at least put it on hold and be home and fully present with her. So let me jump in a second. So you were teaching and you're shooting friends and like, when you don't have kids, it's not that big of a deal, is it? Like, were, was, your, was your time like getting taken up pretty quickly? Yeah, well, I mean, anyone who has been a teacher or knows a teacher knows that that's like an all-consuming career. Like you don't, you don't leave that when you leave the doors, um, but, yeah, I was, I was fitting in sessions like in the evenings. I even, um, I didn't even have Photoshop at home. So I was actually staying at the school and using their, like teaching myself Photoshop because <laughs> anyway. That's great. Um, no, that's so great. Evening hours. I was working all sorts of um, just my own time, which my husband, we didn't have kids. He worked late. It was all fine before kids. Like it wasn't yeah. that big of a deal. Same but thing for at, me. <laughs> yeah, same exact story. It was fine because we both work late. We like to work a lot and we'd meet up for dinner and talk about our days. And it was, it was fine, right? Because I had the job that was giving me the money and that was like my fun, right? So it's working late, doing that fun thing. Okay, yeah. then what happened? So I, I had my first baby and went through all of the emotion, I guess, of becoming a new mother and all that you know, it's beautiful and it's wonderful, but it's also so overwhelming. And I feel like, um, I feel like I'm not alone. I think most new moms, they kind of lose a little bit of themselves in those first few months as they're pouring everything they've got into this new little, new little baby, you know? And I realized very quickly that I needed something for me, something to keep my creativity alive. You know, I had, I've been actively creating in some form or another, like my whole life. So to all of a sudden have that taken away. I was like, I need something for me. Um, and it just was most natural for me to pivot into photography at this point. Um, it's not as messy, you know, I don't have to pull out all the paints and worry about baby getting into it. So 
Um, if I can jump in, were you deciding that you would live on one salary now? You're like, we can live on my husband's salary and I'll stay home and be this awesome mom. Is that kind of where you were? Which yeah. that changes things too, doesn't it? Yeah. I remember for me when it's like, you know, we lived below our means kind of, but then it, all of a sudden it's like, okay, that changes things when that money, like that second income goes away. Was that scary at all? Um, not too bad. I mean, it was a little bit, but I had actually... Um, for a small amount of time was the sole breadwinner while my husband was finishing up school. So it was only oh a very small God. time that we got both of those incomes, but we kind of got used to that. You know? Okay. We, so we you're like, that. Okay, good. <laughs> and you're so good. I was like, okay, well, we need to scale back again. But um, yeah, I just thought, um, and, and, and honestly, it wasn't even the money in my mind when I first started into the photography for real business. It was more of me just needing that creative outlet, you know? So I, I did, I launched into a photography business and I say that loosely because I technically wasn't even legal until, until boutique breakthrough. Um, but I was, you know, I was photographing people. I was charging not very much, um, about, I, I say $200, but really I, I was just so insecure about my pricing that I'd even jump back and forth sometimes, you know, I'd be like, oh, this one, I'm just going to quote 150 this time, you know, because, oh, I just don't know if I can charge that much. And just feeling really insecure about that. And also just realizing that I didn't know how to get clients. Like they'd come to me occasionally, um, but I didn't know how to get, go out and find them. I was like posting on Facebook. Um, I was seeing in like Facebook groups, someone would post wanting a photographer and I'd see a bunch of photographers basically bid to be the yeah. Like I need this job. I'll do it yeah. for 200. Oh, I'll do it for 175. Oh, I, my pricing's 100, you know, and this is what I'm watching. I'm like, do I like, is that what I have to do to get clients? Maybe. Yeah. And so I, I kind of copied or mimicked other um, photographers in my area. I kind of would stalk them and see what they were doing and try to pattern my business after them thinking, oh, surely they know what they're doing. When but, they don't, right? When no. they don't, which is scary, right? Probably not. Um, but there was one time in particular that stands out to me that I got an inquiry through Facebook Messenger. And this was right after I was like, okay, I'm committing, like I'm charging $200 a session. Like, let's get the, let's get this out of the way. Like, let's just be somewhat legitimate here. Um, and I remember getting this, this message asking about my family pricing and just agonizing over whether I should actually quote them that 200 or whether I should quote them 175. And I decided, you know what? I really need this. I haven't had a session in a while. I'm gonna quote them 175. And they ghosted me. I never heard from them again. And my head trash was just like, I can't get anyone. I just can't get clients. Like maybe, maybe I'm not doing this right. And um, for me, like I said before, I, I am kind of a high achiever. Like if I do something, I wanna do it well. And I think this is kind of that time where I was realizing Yes, this started out as something to do creatively, but I also came to value my time a lot more with the baby, you know, to have that family time and to realize like, if I'm like, when I, when I did get a client, I was like, I'm trading my time for money and not even very much of it. Like very little money is coming back for me with that time. And I decided, you know, I don't want to just be known as that, that mom with the camera. Like if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this well. And I want to be able to be profitable um, and so I had kind of 
expanded my my stalking skills to more <laughs> legitimate photographers um the ones that were offering business courses that you know I could I could see that they were industry leaders and um watching so many free webinars because I could never seem to pull the trigger and actually invest in myself like I'd find lots of value things would resonate but nothing that really pushed me towards wanting to fully commit um I had actually seen you Sarah a couple times coming and going and I just thought who's this crazy lady that says no digitals yeah white white right by right and so I just kind of moved on and finally I I decided to I don't even remember what it was something in one of your ads compelled me to watch one of your free webinars and at the end of that hour I was I was just completely on board I was I was there was like a fire was lit in me and I was like this this is it this has been the missing piece I've been trying to figure out all these pieces and this is what I needed and I knew just like at my very core that I needed to enroll in your boutique breakthrough course and I'm like that overanalyzer. I talk myself out of everything. I'd been talking myself out of courses for like the previous six months. Um, but this, like I said, I just felt compelled and I took action right away. I, I told myself, in fact, I said, if I have the money in my business account, I'm going to just do it. And if not, I won't, because in my mind, that seemed like a safe, logical deal to make with myself. Anyway, so I immediately pulled up my business account and I saw that I was $300 short of the investment. And so the normal me would be like, okay, well, not meant to be. But like I said, there was just something different this time. I was like, no, like this, I need to make this happen. So I called my husband up. He was at work at the time. And I was just like, okay, you're going to think I'm crazy. But I just, I just spent an hour in this webinar. This is what, this is what's going on. This is what I really feel called to do. Um, I'm $300 short. Would you rather me borrow that from our personal account? Or would you rather me just charge it to my business credit card? Because I know I'm going to make the investment back. And my husband, I think, was kind of just shocked because he's watched me talk myself out of like $200 courses for the past six months. And he was just like, that's fine. Like, take it out of the personal account. I know you'll make it back. And he, I feel very blessed because he has been very supportive of me from the beginning. But I've talked to him since and he, he just told me, he's like, I could tell like the energy and the enthusiasm, like the conviction been behind my words. He's like, it was different this time. And he's like, I, it was contagious, that enthusiasm, that energy that I had when I, I realized that that's my calling. Like, that's what I need to do. I love how you position that. It's like they teach you with your kids. You say, do you want to wear the green hat or the blue hat? Cause we're going out in the cold, right? You don't say, do you want to wear a hat? You're like, Hey, I want to do this. This is my time. Should it be, you know, do you want me to take the money from here or there? That was really great. And I know a lot of people don't have that spouse support, which is all the more reason why you need this support, right? Because when you have someone at home pulling against you, it makes it that much harder for you to actually keep believing in yourself. And it's not that those husbands or spouses are jerks. It's just right. That, um, it's hard. They don't want to see us get hurt. So, okay, keep going. I'm like on the edge of my chair. I love hearing this story. Well, anyway, so I did, I enrolled and actually it was about, I feel like I enrolled and then it was like a month time before it actually started. And during that month, I just kept thinking, what in the world am I doing? I started questioning myself, like, am I crazy? Like I've just paid this huge investment. Um, am I, am I going to get what I need out of this? And, you know, all the doubt and stuff, but it was like the minute I got into the course, 
and the support and just how quickly everything happened. My whole business like turned upside down in all the very best ways in um, those 30 days, which I did it back when it was 30 days. I think it's longer. Yeah, now it's 60 days. Yeah, and it's even more like the investment, like that's usually what happens is um, the earlier the action taker, the better the price. And then prices go up because um, we keep adding more and more support and services, which is amazing. Um, so when you came in, you made this big investment, but it's always been a significant investment, right? Like it's not a $200 course. It never was. I think people think they can buy like a $49 course and get the same type of support and everything. Like, was that surprising to you how much energy it is when you do a live course like this? Yeah. Well, it was amazing because I'm, I'm really good at getting stuck in that learner mode. I can learn all day. Like I love to learn. I have just kind of that perfectionism piece that I, I put off taking action until things are perfect. So I loved that boutique breakthrough just was like the perfect framework for me to be successful. It was learning, but it was also, okay, go do it now. And um, like I said, I didn't even, I wasn't even a legal business. I shouldn't, I don't even know if I should confess that, but like I got legal, I got, um, you know, I got my price list done. I even just seeing those come back in print and seeing my prices listed out, like the confidence that it gave me that I was like, this is, these are beautiful. Like, I feel like a legitimate business. I um, just support on every side, like any question I had, I could bring into the group. And it was just, a, I don't know, just exactly what I needed to thrive. Okay. So let me ask you this, because a lot of people are, we, we have boutique breakthrough coming up, right? A lot of people are like thinking about doing it and I want them to see what it feels like. Like, I think a lot of people, and when they're thinking about going all in on their business, they're where you were. They're like, I just, you know, I, I don't have a problem with like my prices or my products. I just need more clients. And you were there, you were like, okay, you're bid, you're getting in bidding wars over $30 and you're still losing this sale. Knowing what you know now, like our first pillar in boutique breakthrough is the foundations. Before we start marketing and adding people, we've got to fix that stuff. So you realize about branding issues, legality issues, like, but the biggest one is what to sell and what to, how to price it. Knowing what you know now versus that person that was bidding for 200 or $170, like what changed you there? And talk about the fear because everybody, every single person has fear. Like I can't get clients when I'm cheap. How am I going to get them when I'm actually profitably, profitably priced? Yeah. So that, that was very scary. Cause like I said, I could, I had that $200, $175 debate. Um, and was like, I still can't get people to book. So that idea that I was going to like, gosh, like 10 times my prices in some senses, I was like, how, how am I going to do this? And I tried to just not dwell on that. I was like, I don't want to even think about it. I'm just going to trust that this is going to work. And we're just going to keep moving forward. Cause it's, it's not the same thing. I was giving digitals and, and not anything special, you know? And so you saw um, that you saw that you were going from a, a different, like a yeah. McDonald's, a fast food to a completely different restaurant, right? Now you're picking your lobster or are you doing lobster? Are you doing steak? Are you doing pasta? Right? So you just sort of tunnel focused on, I'm just going to trust the process and follow it because it's not even the same thing. It's not 10 times in your price for the same thing. It's a completely different thing. Yeah, and I think another thing on kind of uh, kind of on that same note, um, getting that first wall portrait back was a huge 
like eye opener for me because that's when it I was like, this is so special because I had realized, especially with my artist background that I had never seen my photography artwork to completion. I had never seen that before. And I had given away how many galleries of digital files for my clients to just go finish on their own, but to be able to take that idea from conception to completion and see it huge on the walls, that was just a big light bulb moment for me where I was able to see myself as, oh, I really am an artist. Like I think photographer just barely, barely scratches the surface. You know, we are artists, we're creatives, we're entrepreneurs and business owners. You know, we curate memories, like there's so much more. And I think that was that first moment when I was like, this is more than what I was offering before. I was just like, you, you use the example of those ingredients. I was just throwing ingredients and say, here, hope you can make a nice print out of this. But yeah. now I'm actually helping them curate the memories of their beautiful life for them to see and enjoy every day. And it was just very um, inspiring. I think that moment when I first saw that first big wall portrait printed. Of yeah. So, yeah. So yeah. we do the foundations, right? So you've got your products, you know what to, to price. And I know that first, that happens in the first week. So like the first week people have the prices and it's very scary. Like we, we, Andrew and I look at everyone's prices and we critique them and we say, okay, we give you the template and we're like, nope, this one higher, lower. Like that's where I think people get stuck. Right. Had you tried to do any of that yourself where you're like, I have no feedback loop. I'm just yeah. guessing. I, I had never even tried to like offer a tangible product. I wanted to, because like I said, my little artist soul wanted to create more, but I didn't even know where to start. I was just so completely overwhelmed. I'd go on yeah. and like look at options and think, I don't even know. So I'd get back off and be like, I'll yeah. just keep doing what I know. Yeah. And do it very well either. <laughs> yeah. So then we went into the next pillar, which we call, we kind of look at as our marketing pillar, right? Like we, we talk about like the right clients who come in, who want a sit down meal, right? Everybody thinks that everybody just wants fast food and McDonald's in the world. They just want digital files. And that's not true. Like there's people to serve them. Everybody's got a digital camera in their pocket, guys. No one's going digital file hungry, but we're creating a whole different experience, right? So we, we worked on going and getting that first thousand dollar client. We call her Julie. Cause that was my first thousand dollar client. But also along with that, that third pillar, they're like peanut butter and jelly, right? You, can, you know, Reese's peanut butter and chocolate. They're so much better together is knowing what to say to, to people when they call, right? Um, you know, we teach seven B's of the first phone call and we have a five-step system. We always say serve hard and the selling happens very easy. What, what were your fears around the marketing and selling piece and kind of what opened up for you as you learned that? Yeah. So like I had said before, I really wasn't doing much marketing before because I didn't know how to. Um, and I think that was always my biggest struggle is I knew how to be an artist. I knew how to be a photographer. I didn't know how to be a business owner. And so I almost felt like I was more afraid of marketing than selling because I felt like I knew, I mean, not to the full extent, like I, I knew I could justify my artwork because I felt like I was good, you know, but I didn't know how to market that in a way that would bring the right clients. So to have so much guidance putting me into like what actually works and what doesn't, because my, my clientele like was completely changed. Um, before I was, I really was, I was marketing to those price sensitive buyers. And then to be able to see that 
if I'm marketing that way, that's who I'm going to continue to attract. It's a whole different level, a whole different world of marketing opportunities that's going to bring me the right client. And I think once I realized that, I was like, hey, this isn't so scary, I guess. I can, I can do these things. And I, I said selling wasn't as scary. It was still scary. Um, and I think just more time and more practice and um, getting that first Julie is so important because it gave me the confidence to realize people do want this. People, people love this. She's like paying me in full and thanking me and giving me a hug. Like no okay, one did so, this before as yeah. they you know, Venmoed me their $175. Talk so to, I, yeah, oh, share. Okay. If I can jump in, share that first Julie, like she came in and you sit down and what was her order and how did that feel? So my first Julie, well, in Boutique Breakthrough, the goal is to get that first Julie. And so I was doing some different marketing activities um, and I got, I got a client that was not quite a Julie. She was 500 and she was, she was going to be my first Julie. And this is what I got from Boutique Breakthrough. And towards the end, I actually got, um, I, I got just an inquiry that came through a Facebook messenger and I thought, oh no, because this is a client that I had actually photographed like maybe three or four months earlier, a spring mini session. And I had charged her 50 bucks, 50 bucks for like 50 images. I don't even know how many I gave her. Um, but just like a little kid spring mini session, I had photographed both of her little girls and she reached out and said that she wanted to get family photos. And I was like, how, how am I going to tell her? I know, I, I know I photographed you three months ago for $50, but now this is what I'm doing. And I actually took a while to respond because I was just so stressed about it. I was like making myself crazy thinking, how am I going to do this? And I decided, you know what, I'm just going to tell her. And you know, if, if it's for her, it's for her. And if not, it's not. And I, you, knew, I had, you had learned how to transition, right? Like we yeah. teach you that, but not everybody's meant to be transitioned but you knew how to do it. So you had to have some confidence. It's true. But it was almost scarier for me because like a client out of the blue, I can just be like, oh yeah, this is what I do. And they don't have to know that I just barely switched over. But I'm like, she knows that three months ago I wasn't doing this. And for some reason, I got all sorts of head trash about that, thinking how in the world am I going to do this? But um, I had decided that no matter what, um, I was just going to treat it as great practice. So I was like, this I, I've got to have a first transition client. We're just going to go for it. And I called her and I, well, I had responded and just let her know that thing, I was doing things a lot differently, that I was really excited about the changes and I'd love to get on the phone and talk to her about them. And so I did. And when I explained to her what I do and my reasons why, she was just like, yes, this is what I need. Like, I don't have pictures of my family on the wall. And I love the work that you did for me before. I would like, I'd love to do this. And in the back of my mind, I was like, hey, she, she wants that now, but I haven't told her the price point yet. So when I gave her that starting point, it was like every step, I kept waiting for it to fall apart. So I gave her the starting price and she was like, okay, like when can we do the consultation? So we booked that. And again, I was like, hey, this is going to fall apart somewhere. Like, when is this going to, when is this going to um, come back to bite me? Um, but like I said, I had just committed to, this is going to be my great practice. This is my first real boutique client. I'm just going to serve her at the level that I've always wanted to serve, but I haven't been able to. And I'm just going to, you know, see how it goes. And it was amazing. We shot this session. We, well, we had planned out in the consultation, just the beautiful wall for her house and shot the session. And um, in the ordering appointment, 
it, her final total ended up being $2,262. And what's funny is right before that, the, we had totaled up everything and it was 2,500. And she looked at that and she was, and I could tell she wasn't sure about it. And I, in my mind, I was like, oh no, this is where it all comes. <laughs> She's like, oh, I, I, that is a little bit higher than I was thinking. I was like, okay, like, let's see what we can do to kind of scale it back and get you comfortable. And we scaled it back to 2,262. And when she saw that, she's like, okay, that, that's good. And in my mind, I think like this whole order is going to come down to like $300. Yeah. So she just needed to take 300 off and then she felt great about it. And like I said, she paid in full. She was thanking me when I delivered the artwork, she gave me a big hug. And I was like, this feels amazing. And it, was truly, I think that is just such a pivotal moment when you go switch to that boutique model because it gave me the confidence I needed to trust my worth and to really be able to own that passion I have to create the portraits and just move forward without ever looking back, you know. Um, and even when things went, you know, there's the peaks and the valleys. And when, sure. you know, in the beginning, especially for me, like I felt like I was kind of on a slow track and I, I had times when those clients weren't just rolling in and I was able to draw back on that experience and know that they are out there. I just need to go find them and yeah. they'll value me. And yeah. uh, it, it was two years ago that I did boutique breakthrough. And in those two years since just seeing how my confidence has grown with every Julie, you know, and just how that, that progression happens. Like it's, it's just, it gets you higher and higher and it's amazing. It really does. <laughs> doesn't it? So going back to that, that conversation, that switch, we call it the switch conversation, you know, where you switch them from digital to boutique. Should we call it shoot and burn to shoot and earn? Um, there, we, we teach kind of seven steps and you, you do have to talk about what makes you different. And I know that that's a big part of what a lot of people struggle with in the class. And we have to get every single person clear on that. And you have to create value because we don't compete on price anymore. Um, but haven't you found as you learned that and practiced it and mastered it, how it just, when you do it, the right people book with you. Yeah. Well, and, and you give so much guidance in Boutique Breakthrough um, of like, how do we find that why? And like you said, those steps that we need to cover and the value we need to build. And I feel like in the beginning I was doing it, um, but I didn't really have the experience to back it yet. So like my why I felt like was a compelling why back then, um, but it's just evolved because it, it, it takes you to that belief stage. And, and in theory, like I was, I was creating these pictures because I wanted to be able to, you know, really celebrate these families, tell their stories, whatever it may have been. I don't even, I don't even remember what my why was really back then. But as I've seen like the effect that it has on these families, as I've watched like a senior's confidence just skyrocket after a session with me, like these are the stories that are backing my why. This is what is really um, helping me be more authentic as I do reach out to clients. It's just, you gotta get those, that first Julie, the first couple Julies under you. And then it's like, to see it firsthand, I felt like I was almost like trying to justify my price in the beginning. Like, how do I explain this to them in a way that justifies my price? When in reality, once I've seen it, now I know I don't need to justify my price. I just need to talk about how amazing it's gonna be, the experience, the the meaning behind the artwork, the, the power it has to, you know, heal families and to promote self-confidence and belonging. Like, this is what I need to focus on. I don't even need to really, I mean, I need to talk about price, but I, I don't even need to care about it. Like it justifies itself. 
Like if they love the, the thing, they're going to pay for it. So talk about, as I can just see you radiating because we're, this is on video um, in the confidence you see that you've gotten in your business as clients are investing and loving you. And each time you get more and more belief, how have you changed? Like, how do you show up differently in your life as a mom, as a wife, as a business person? Like, how does that, how do you feel differently about yourself? Cause for me, this is what's most important about running a successful business. I feel like. Yeah, for reals. It, I mean, it's been life-changing, honestly. I, I feel like I need to say this because I, I do think people sometimes get that I'm not Sarah Petty Peppy. I can't make this work. You know, I'm an introvert. I am definitely an introvert and talking to people and marketing this way used to scare me to death because I, I didn't have that confidence yet. And I think that's been the biggest thing for me is confidence. In fact, I don't know if you can see back here, confidence is my word for the year because I feel like that has completely transformed everything. And I, and I wouldn't say that I'm a different person. I, I mean, I'm the same person, but I feel like this has just empowered me to really step into my potential, to be able to embrace what I am capable of. And uh, it's been noticeable in my family, even my husband comments all the time about how much more confident I am just in general. I'll go in and strike up conversation at the grocery store when usually I'd be like, okay, I'm going to get my eggs and I'm going to get out of here. <laughs> I find to like, I mean, compliment people and just break out of my own shell and own insecurities a little bit. So I think for me, just that, that confidence, 100%. And it just, it just multiplies every time. And as time passes, I guess, the longer I um, work towards my goals and the longer I'm, I'm working in this model and being successful. Yeah, I think this is brilliant too for anybody who's trying to get their spouse on board, have them come and listen to this conversation because I think every spouse wants their person happy right? It's just that we failed before. So we're trying to save our person for more heartbreak, right? Of investing and then it doesn't work. Or if it doesn't work, then you're going to feel bad about yourself and we're going to be in a worse place. And that's not the case, right? Yeah. Um, when you have a community like this and you have a proven system, talk about Andy, talk about you have two little kids now and you're, you're pretty much like a full-time stay-at-home mom, aren't you? And you're making this money. I think so many people say, oh, I'm going to wait till they get in school or I can't do this. I'm overwhelmed. Like you're doing it. So how? I think I was actually even just not that long ago thinking, wow, maybe I really should just wait until they're bigger and in school so that I can give it more time. But what's been great for me, I think, is that I am a full-time mom and I've been working in this very part-time. But the thing is like, I don't need to be making six figures in my business right now. I mean, goal for sure. But right now my kids need me and I want to be present for them. And so I love that this allows me to be fully present and I can still take on, gosh, the same amount of clients as I was doing before, but I'm just making money off of it. Um, in fact, I started 2021 with an $8,000 month in January, like dead of winter, January, I had an $8,000 month by serving just three clients. And I was able to be fully present with my family during the holidays. I actually took an entire week off when my sister came into town. And to be able to just serve, you know, one, two, three clients a month, but to be able to average $2,000 per client or more, um, that's amazing, you know? And I'm, I'm perfectly happy with that right now that I, I'm able to really serve 
few clients really well while, while being fully present with my family and still having plans and I'm writing plans and goals for once my kids do become more independent, they are in school of how I'm going to scale even, even bigger and reach even higher dreams and goals. So yeah. I, I think it's just empowering to be able to see that I, I don't have to work my life away, my kid's life away to be able to make significant money doing something that I love and that fills my cup as a creative. And it just helps me pour more back into my kids when I'm able to, you know, it's my me time, you know, to be able to create and serve these clients. And then I can come back and love on my babies. And it's just amazing. That just gave me goosebumps to listen to. I just can't even get over how you're building this life that you love and putting your best self into the world. And that's what I try to get through to people that you don't have to be deciding, oh, I want six figures or I want multiple six figures, which we have students doing that, right? But I love, because that's what I did. I had three babies under three. I wanted to have income. I wanted to be challenged. I didn't want to be working for free or less than minimum wage. And I wanted to, to position myself to have the right clients. So, and that's exactly what happened when my baby went, when my kids went off to kindergarten, I already, now I had worked out the bugs, right? I was already, I knew how to attract the right clients. I could just do more of it very easily. Thank you so much, Andy. You are amazing. Do you have any last words for people who are, maybe have been around watching, you know, free training after free training? Because like you said, you were doing that a little and you still had some doubt. Like what, what do you say to the people who are just scared, scared that they aren't going to, it won't work for them. They aren't going to be able to get the right clients. They're scared to death to have to actually charge what they're worth. What, what advice do you have from them sitting on the other side of having had to make that investment in yourself? Well, a couple thoughts. First of all, I do think that investing in yourself, that that is like that, that key that kind of opens the door to everything else. You've got to make that first decision, even if you're scared, but also kind of like you were saying that people are all on different tracks. And I felt like in the beginning, when I first went, went boutique and went into boutique breakthrough, I felt almost like I was on the, the slow track because I was a stay at home mom. I wasn't working as much as others. I wasn't getting the sales every like multiple sales a week. Um, but to realize that that's okay, that whatever your goals are, that there's a place for you here that, and I, it always brings me back also to that, that um, comment when I was in high school that I was too smart to just be an artist. And I think here on the other side, I now realize that I was too smart not to follow my dreams of becoming an artist because I know firsthand that passion is what drives performance. And if you have that burning desire to create and you invest in yourself and you pair those together, you're going to see results, maybe on a different track or a bit different time than someone else, but it's going to come because I think um, the important part though, is to be able to not just see myself as a talented artist, but to be able to also see myself as that equally strong entrepreneur and business owner and being able to step into both identities and merge them together with confidence. You know, It's my passion as a creative that fuels my momentum, but really it's my skills as an entrepreneur that pushes it forward. And I didn't have that before. So I think the biggest thing for me was that I was able to really own my passion, was able to discover and value my worth. And I've just never looked back. And if that's what you want, I think it's that same thing, just fully commit and trust and to be able to bring all those things together. It's, it's, I look back on my decision to join Boutique Breakthrough and I just feel like it's that little 
pivotal moment that changed everything. Like it's just opened up a whole new world of opportunities for me. And I'm very grateful for that. I love it. And you've made some friends. Like, don't you think that that's the surprising part? I think for people, they come in thinking, oh, I just want Sarah and I want to know what to do. And you realize at least that's the feedback. People are thanking me all the time. Sarah, thank you for putting these people in my life. They've changed my life. Like, are there some people that you met in that first boutique breakthrough class that you are like, these are my people? Yeah. It's, and it's amazing. Cause like I said, I'm an introvert. I don't make friends really easily. Like I don't go out of my way to do that, but to just see how naturally, you know, you connect with others and to be able to be constantly encouraging each other. There's lifelong friendships that have been made all along the way, you know, then the two years since I've committed to going boutique and taking that boutique breakthrough course, I'm still in contact with so many so many incredible people who have just touched my life in powerful ways. Yeah, because you still have head trash. You still have to have people and community and and a way to people who understand and are learning the same things, right? Learning the same things that we're learning. It's so easy for everyone to say, don't do that. And I just have that strong filter of don't take advice from people who aren't where you want to be, right? And who aren't going where you want to go. So thank you so much for being here, Andy. You are amazing. Thank you for everything. I'm seriously speechless. When I heard Andy's story, all I could think about was her two little girls and the success and impact that they're getting to see their mama make. And for Andy, this journey to where she is now began with my signature eight-week online workshop called boutique breakthrough. We only open this workshop a few times a year to a small group of photographers because my team and I literally hold your hand through the transition to boutique. A new class is starting soon. So if you're interested in learning more, go to joyofmarketing.com forward slash go G-O to schedule a chat with one of my strategy coaches to see if this workshop is a good fit for your goals that you have for your photography business. Under spot where you're fired up about the possibilities, but you don't have a ton of income coming in yet because you haven't yet gotten your first thousand dollar client, the person we call lovingly your Julie. And that's where this workshop comes in. We hold your hand over 60 days as you become fully boutique, turning your business upside down in a good way with new systems for selling, for marketing, and for pricing. If you're tired of the way your life is right now, and you know there are changes you need to make, hop on a call today with one of my strategy coaches to see if this workshop is a fit for you. www.joyofmarketing.com forward slash go.